This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Fantastic, thank you. And it's a very good evening. Welcome to the Reds Report with a, uh, a preview of that first game that fans were allowed to go to on Monday evening when Barnsley took on Swansea and a little preview of the semi-final second leg away at Swansea. With us are, as always, Ian. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. Yeah, Ian and myself watched it on Sky like we have been doing all season long. Um, two people that were lucky enough to be there. First of all, on behalf of the Yorkshire Post and almost almost a regular now, um, <laughs> Leon Wapshell. Leon, how are you? Yeah, good evening. Good evening, chaps. And uh, Steve, you went. Hello. You were one of uh, the lucky fans in that ballot, as they call it, um, where you, you went called, in. You called it something else, though, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like ballot, but I don't think that would... Anyway, yes, mate. Yes, I was I was lucky enough to be there. Fantastic. Just from from your perspective, then, and then I'll go to Ian. Um, how, how was that? Because obviously you were working. It was Monday... How did it feel during the day? Were the jitters or are you one of them like, ah, it's just a football match, isn't it? How, how did it feel knowing you were one of the few selected to be able to go there and, and cheer them on? Oh, I was excited. There's no two ways about that. Um, no, I wasn't jittery. I wasn't nervous. Um, I was just, as I said, just really, really ready for, for quarter past eight. Um, I've got to say that uh, I was sat in the away end. First time I've ever been in the away end. Um, uh, me and me and my son went. Organisation-wise, was was fine, was fab. People had masks on. There was social distancing. When we got in the ground, um, it was like a one-way system, so uh, that was fine. Uh, there was plenty of room between seats. Um, I know uh, my my boss's husband. Um, he didn't have quite as good an experience. Um, apparently. Uh, he kept, I mean, let's face it, everybody jumps up and down. And I think I spent more time stood up than I did sat down. Um, but I, I, I think in certain areas of the ground, they actually 
made them sit down so they, they couldn't stand up and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I understand it. Um, but for me, the club did a, a really, really fantastic job. And what a brilliant night, what a brilliant atmosphere. Four and a half thousand making it sound as, as though it was 45,000. It, it, it was amazing. It made the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Yeah. Leon, there's been lots of plaudits and lots of compliments for the Barnsley press team. And I'm not saying yeah. because they've been very good with us, but various people saying there's always a programme, there is always snacks. Yeah. As a club, again, they've, they've come through, haven't they? Let's face it. They were never going to win because everybody wanted to go. So they did it the fairest way possible. Yeah, yeah. And I think to highlight that, um, everybody seems to know Beth, um, who, who obviously works, and, and, and Beth is fantastic. Her mum and dad watched it at home. So it's not like, you yeah. know, we'll sneak you in through the back door. It was the fairest way possible. How did you experience it? Because obviously you've been to Oakwell this yeah. whole season when you've been playing without any fans. What, what did you, yeah. um, how, how did it feel for you? Yeah, I think the, the first thing was the probably first sign of normality. We saw the you know the the lone piper at the back of the uh, <laughs> the web yeah. stand. And yeah, we usually yeah. only see him for the it's the big games, isn't it? When whenever the, you know they're playing the Sheffield Wednesday or the away end's going to be full, and he was there. So I thought that was a, a nice little moment to say that well we're maybe getting back to a little bit of a normality. Um, yeah, I mean the press arrangements were were pretty similar, really. Obviously, there were a few more there. And uh, as you touched on, and I'd probably like to go on record as well, they've been fantastic, the press lads at, at Barnsley. Um, not just not just the other night, but all season with... I mean, we have li little goodie bags with sweets in. It's not just that. Putting a good programme out all the, all the time. Obviously, supporters, you know, get them. A lot of clubs haven't bothered, to be, to be quite honest. They've used the sort of... Cope, I understand in some respects, but they've used the sort of situation with COVID, you know, some you don't even get a team sheet at a lot lot of lot of grounds, um, things like that. Barnsley have been have been fantastic top class. Um I mean in terms of terms of the game, I can only echo in the atmosphere, echo what, what Steve said. I mean it was the atmosphere was incredible, wasn't it? For to say there were only four and a half yeah. thousand and everyone yeah. was singing up on, on the feet. Terrific atmosphere. And even when I noticed when I think Jack Walton was the first one to come out and he got um, a real warm applause, raucous ovation. Then both both ends started singing "You Reds," didn't they? Were yeah. having yeah. Wayne started, then the Pontian started, and it was just it was a game of football, but it was an occasion as well, wasn't it? And the, it was it was an occasion for the town and those lucky enough to be there to um, to get back into normality and you know what watch watch their team. It's a bit like renewing your vows, I suppose, isn't it? Really, but, yeah. Definitely. Hats off Definitely. to everyone in, in involved with with Barnes, including the supporters. Obviously, they've been nice to to get a get a win or you know get a goal. But in terms of, of an, an occasion, it was absolutely fantastic, and it showed the club and the supporters in a really positive light. Yeah, Ian, four and a half thousand fans in the stadium. How many in your living room? Yeah, there was the, the three of us. I got uh, both me, uh, well, my youngest, my, my eldest lives away, so I got, picked him up. Three of us uh, glued to the telly. Uh, even the missus was jumping up and down in the last 20 minutes, yeah. and she said she wasn't <laughs> going to watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I echo what everybody else has said. I think uh, pre-match goosebumps when I was going on Twitter and looking at some of the videos of the clips of the players coming out and the noise. They're very apt that four and a half thousand sounded like forty-five thousand, and um, 
Leon posted a picture of the West Stand from the outside. It was like, oh, there's yeah. the old girl kind yeah. of thing. And you're like, oh, it's like it's like that yeah. first yeah. first Saturday of a season, isn't it? You've done pre-season, yeah. you've had the summer away, and it's like, right, yeah. new season, um, goosebumps again. And uh, it, it really come across on the TV screens and uh, of of how good it was, how good it must have been at the, at the in the ground. Did it feel yeah. different for you? Because it did to me. I, this yes. time I did feel I missed out. Like or the atmosphere, yeah. and and just being part of that, and it's almost yeah. I love Steve to bits, but there's a bit of jealousy almost, isn't it? Like you know, you know yeah. What I mean? a, a mate of mine, uh, he he messaged me and said, "Oh, I've got a golden ticket, and uh, I'll be going." And then he sent me a picture of a couple of them in the pub, and he said, "Oh, having a couple of shirts before really? the game." That's not a mate, is it? I know, that? yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> sends me a picture of the players warming up, and he's in the East Stand, and. And I was just like, and he said, he said, flipping neck, he said, I've forgotten how hard it was to get up some of them steps. He says, I nearly died climbing up those steps. <laughs> but what a way to have gone, he said. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it just really, um, I found it difficult watching football, although there's been more of it available on the telly in, during COVID. Yeah. I found it hard sometimes to really, the, the intensity and watch a game sometimes, my me, me attention sometimes drift as good as the season has been. But when the crowds were back on and um, and, you, and and you got that atmosphere, I was just glued for the ninety minutes. I really was. Yeah, I think the biggest compliment was a Swansea player who did an interview with I think it was Swans TV or whatever, and they said, you know, four thousand fans in the stadium. He says four thousand. It sounded like forty thousand, and I think yeah. that's a huge compliment to those that were there. Um, I think it's very easy, it's very cheap to send a photo of some poor young lass in the in in the West End with a baby next to her, saying, you know, I could have had that seat. Listen, the people that were there, it was continuous. If you wouldn't watch the screen, it sounded like a full house. So each and every one that went, you know, huge respect. Loads of jealousy as well, of course, but huge respect <laughs> for, for what they've done. Um, the match itself then, um, lineup wise Steve, um, any surprises? I don't think there was, were there? Um, it seemed pretty much what he started with uh, when, he's, you know, when he's got his full complement of players. Um, so no, not for me. I think it, it, it was. Um, I expect what what we thought he, he would pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leon, first half. Um, I think it was. Do you feel the fans had a? I, I can't say negative effect because I don't want it to sound negative. Yeah. But do you yeah. think the players needed adjusting a little bit to the fact that yeah. that noise was there and the atmosphere was a bit different than what they've had all season? Yeah, d d definitely. I mean, I suppose there was a, a few schools of thought. Well, maybe it's a, it could have been a good good time to be a, you know to be a home team. You've got all that support behind you, can really rip into into the opposition from the start. But I think probably the the opposite happened in some respects early on. That you you've got to put yourself in the sort of situation the players, and as much as it can be inspiring, it can be really draining as well, can't it? And yeah, you know they they went out and there was a you know understandably there was a bit of a euphoric mood and. You know, it was. It, I suppose it is inspiring. It can also it can drain a bit of your energy. You're so pent up and wound up, and then you've got the fans in as well, and and you can see it in sort of cup finals, can't you? Where some some teams struggle to get used to it early on, and it had a bit of that element to it. A bit of a you know, even though it wasn't a cup final, really huge, big game in a lot of the players' careers. It definitely for me it took it took Barnsley a good you know half. Half hour or so to, to sort of get used to it. It was real sort of hundred mile mile an hour stuff. Loads of effort and uh, and energy, but just um, 
you know, they were a little bit like coil springs, weren't they? And it just it, yeah. it took to half time, and they, they probably settled down a little bit more after after the goal, maybe in, in, in some respects. And it was a lot more like him in the second half, wasn't it? Obviously, with a, yeah. a very a, a, um, at a very timely substitution as well, bringing on Morris. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of talk about people saying, you know, I, I want to see Ismail, I, I want to say DK. Um, I read a tweet, um, your memory's better than mine. I, th- I believe this was only the second time Callum Style started with fans in a stadium. So that shows you how long... Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that makes it... Because we all talk about DK that arrived in yeah. January. But actually, Callum yeah. Styles is a household name for us, isn't he? He's been in and around that team for quite a yeah. time. That's his second yeah. start with fans. So that shows you really yeah. you know, how, long it's, how long it's been. I think and, there were five or six, weren't there? I don't think Ramal Palmer had ever played at him in front of... No, I don't no, think so. No, no, he hadn't. No, no he hadn't. It, it, oh, Callum big, Britain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge thing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. Ian, how, how did you... Um, my, my, wife, <laughs> my wife told my 17-year-old daughter, you're better off leaving your dad alone until this is finished, because he seems a bit irritable. <laughs> um, which is very open and honest, because normally she says it's completely different. Steve knows her well. Um, how, how did you experience that first half? Because it... it at times, I felt it was a danger of, you know, the, the Wickham at home where teams made it almost like matched us and we never really got into that stride. Yeah. And the first half, at one point, felt like it could almost like pass us by. You know what I mean? How, how, did, you, how did you feel that, that, that first half? I think um, frantic was, was the word. Yeah. I think it... And, and it's a good thing because Barnsley play with such energy, but it needed somebody... To just have a bit of composure and put yeah. and put the foot on the ball, and I think what's where I think you've got to give Swansea credit. They were definitely up for the fight. The two centre halves were definitely up for a fight with DK, yeah. and yeah. and I think and I don't want to. I really don't want to bash him. I don't want to have a, a critical, but I think in the second leg he's got to. I think he he got wrapped up in taking yeah. on these these centre halves, which is what his game's all about, and it's been brilliant, but. The ref fell for it every time and it just broke the play up and it became very frustrating. So it's frantic, but then it got very frustrating. And I think it just needs a little bit of cooler heads to say, just play your game. And because they'll just want to wind him up, get him on a yellow, get him kicking the ground. Yeah. And I just felt that first. And I think you're right. After about 30, 35 minutes, it settled down a little bit. Um, and I don't know what was said at halftime, but they looked a different team second half. And I know that the substitution made a made a difference as well in Morris. But yeah, it was a bit a little bit frustrating. But I don't want to bash him too much. I just no. think it it just yeah. needed somebody to just put the foot on the ball and go, lads. Just um, some of them, some of the final ball or the ball over the top when they had like four or five breaking fast, just overhit yeah. it or things like that. Um, just needed a cooler head, but. Look, I, I don't want to bash him too much. No, no, yeah. not at all. Um, we, we've spoken about this before, me, Steve, me and you. Um, Ismail said himself, uh, we didn't really stick to the plan. It was like a ball forward to get it out of our area rather than the start of something. And and especially first half, midfield was sort of bypassed, which, which makes it hard because when you've got somebody like Mowat who potentially could pull the strings and play that pass... A bit bypassed. It was it was a built it was built up like the battle between sort of Huran and 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 uh, Alex Mowat. Um and it was again. This is I'm not in the business of criticising, but I think it was a um, a match where we've seen Mowat play better and more influential than we did. Is that because Swansea's game plan, or was it just an off day for Alex Mowat? Uh, very diplomatic. I've got to say, you were very diplomatic there. I put a tweet on. Um... 
uh, after the game. Uh, my usual unpopular opinion. And uh, all, I, all I put out was, um, that's Moit's last game. And I didn't think that he'd played as well as he has played previously. Um, I don't think myself that this last four or five games he's been on top of his game, to be honest. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get absolutely roasted here. But there's quite a lot of people agreed with what I said. And you're right, the game did pass the midfield midfield a lot of the time because we were sort of back to that long, high ball, trying to find DK. Um, for me, and I'm guessing it's, it's the way that Ishmael wanted to play. I didn't think Britain or Styles got forward as much as I've liked to see him before, especially Britain, because he can, he can put a mean cross in. He really can. And for me, he just didn't get in that position. I thought Ramal Palmer played quite well. He broke a lot of play up. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree with you. It, it needed a calm head. It needed somebody to put the foot on the ball and look at look for a pass. And for me, it's, it's usually his moe. That left footer is, again, is fantastic. Um, but I, I don't know, was, was his head turned a few months ago? Is he just playing his contract out? I might be wrong. I might be completely way off base. Um, but for me, for second leg, he's got to show a bit more. He really has. It, it is interesting, isn't it? Because um, the club over the last couple of years have, have learned from, or not learned, they've adapted the model that they're working to. So initially it was like nobody over 27, but actually Solbauer was really good. He was a positive influence. Yeah. The education of especially Anderson, to me, I feel that is largely attributed to the fact that Solbauer was there, like a mentor on the pitch almost. So he's 30, so he can stay. Um, if players in the last six months of their contract don't accept a new contract, then we're going to let him go because we need to make money. But actually, Mowat is so influential. So, you know, but I suppose because he's not signed anything yet, it might well depend on what division we're in. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know if that affects him. And, and like I say, I don't want to criticise because I think largely certain matches this season where we could have at one point we ended up with three or where we would have had known yeah. we've ended up with one. So he's, he's a match winner anyway, but he's been more visible and more effective in matches than, 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 than what he was. Um, the second half, we don't know. We never know what, what is said. But what we do know is that he um, immediately introduced Carlton Morris. And that changed the game plan somewhat, didn't it, Leon? Because Morris is more that sort of forward that picks it up a little bit deeper and likes to yeah. run at the defence and put him under pressure. Um, if you talk about a game of two halves, which everybody mm. always says, this was one because Barnsley were unrecognisable them first 10, 15 minutes in the second yeah. half. Um, yeah, yeah. The feeling in the state, you could nail it because the fans got louder again as well. And um, were you like me thinking, well, any moment now, this is going to be, it's going to go in, isn't it? But no matter what they tried, was that the chances we created or was it purely to the fact that actually their goalkeeper had the game of the life between the sticks? Yeah, I mean, really, you sort of look at that that um, Britain chance again. I mean, if you know, he's not scored as he as he since he's come, come to Barnsley, no. and he'll never get a never get a better chance from that. You know, it was it was a good save, but he you know he probably really, really should have, but should have stuck it away. I mean, I, I thought it it sort of with DK and, and Morris, it just looked better, didn't it? I mean, the two centre halves did did they did play very well. Um, uh, Cabango and and the lad that lad from Chelsea, and they were winding up DK and. Uh, at one point, I actually thought DK was gonna gonna get um, certainly get a booking in the first half. There was a few little 
little niggly things and he could see he was emotionally was trying you know trying to g up the crowd once or twice but when Morris came on, it, it, you know, it looked, with two of them there, they give they sort of put them, put them on the back foot a lot more, and you know, Barnsley looked like they got the mojo back, didn't they, a little bit? And um, yeah, I mean, you, you just got to say that it, it was an in-character performance in the second half, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It showed a lot of the good aspects that we've that we've sort of grown used to um, with you know with, with Barnsley, and you would have thought that I know he does like to bring Morris on. You know, from the bench, but you would have probably thought that the front three will um, pick it pick itself on Saturday. But I suppose you never know with his mail, do you? No. Um, that, um, Morris, obviously, extremely influential, and like Leon says, he and you know, you, you would have, you would if you're a better and bet your mortgage that he, he would start because we yeah. need that early goal. We we can't afford almost to wait for the second half. Isn't yeah, it? Um, Valerian Ismail said um, uh, it's half time. So this is basically a you know 118 minute match. I feel more confident now than I did before kickoff on Monday. How are you? Because I actually think those 3,000 Swansea fans will be exactly like the Barnsley fans, and and good on yeah. them. They can be there. They can support the team. There's no better <laughs> because the expectation is on Swansea. There's no better to stick yeah. one in in the seventh or eight minutes and just pipe them down yeah. a little bit. So actually, having those fans could work to Barnsley's advantage, couldn't it, on Saturday? Absolutely. If if they what what does Swansea do? Do they stick or do they twist? Do yeah. they what do they do? Do they do they sit back and pick Barnsley off on the on the counter? Do they go full pelt first twenty minutes, get a second goal, and then control the pace of the game? But then that leaves them open to a counter off Barnsley. And I think Barnsley have got to play on that. Um, and I just think they've got to. It, it could it could work into the Reds. Favour because as partisan as those crowd those fans might be, they will get very nervy if Barnsley stick that first goal in. And um, it, like I say, it it could really change. I think, but nothing changes with Barnsley. They had to get a result in Wales. Whatever they were never going to win three or four nil the other night, and they got the tie nearly over. They still had to realistically get a result, whether that be a draw or get something in Wales, and they have to still do that. So. Has anything changed? Might as well just go out and play your game. It's what how Swansea deal with it now, I think. Yeah. And and people will say, oh, but, you know, Barnsley, Steve Barnsley, you know, fans, and, and maybe they got a bit quieter. But I think there was never any expectation throughout the season of Barnsley to get to the playoffs. So I, I liken it a little bit to that um, Premier League season when we play Chelsea. Nobody, you know, Sunday afternoon, we were live on Sky or whatever it was. We were losing 5 0. And, and, 20,000 people saying we're going to win 6-5 kind of thing because there was no expectation on us doing anything. And no. when, when you drove home on, on Monday night, was it like, that's it, we'll not do it? Or were you actually thinking, you know, looking at that second half and, and you know, the impact Morris had and the, not only the impact he had, but the difficulty Swansea had dealing with that, we, we're not out of this, are we? No, not at all. Um, it, it, it's right what Val said. It's, it's, it's only half time. Um, and I, I agree again with Ian. We've got to go down there. We've always had to go down to Swansea and get something. Um, obviously, it's got to be a win now. Um, but the thing I, I possibly disagree with uh, with the guys is I'd be very surprised if he did go with uh, DK. I think he, he might bring Morris in at the expense of because. The reason I, reason I said that is 
the Swansea centre halves would have played a fantastic game. Ate them, completely ate them, but they played a brilliant game. They had DK all ends up. They sold referee numerous, numerous yeah. hooks that he bit. Uh, I thought referee at times was disappointing. Um, some of the stuff that he was giving, um, it was as though a Swansea player, you could blow on him, the fellow, they made out of paper, you could have blown on him, they all fell over. Um, so I'm just wondering, because it is half time, it's only 1 0. Will he start with DK and Morris and Woodrow? You'd think Woodrow's a nailed on anyway, but would he perhaps start with Morris? Maybe go with Freezer, maybe go with Chaplin, maybe go for a completely different style of play, as in, let's not. Well, he'll probably still have any tucked to kiddos four foot two, but <laughs> at least with Chaplin, he, he can be a little bit tricky. All right, I've never been his biggest fan, but in this sort of game where you want somebody low centre of gravity, can turn him in and out, you know, be a bit tricky on ball, does he go down that route and try something different? Because up to now, in the past three games that we've played against Swansea, we haven't scored a goal. And, you know, is it time for maybe roll that dice and play something a little bit different? Yeah. Um, was, was it maybe. press conference today, Leon? Or did it tomorrow? It was today, uh, yeah. And yeah. Any yeah. news regarding injuries or, or, or anything he had to... Like, we know he, he's quite cool, but he is a winner as well, isn't it? This will have not hurt yeah. him, but nagged at him, won't it? The fact that his fans... <laughs> yeah. and, Let's face it, it was a moment of class. Should it have been defended better? You know what? Maybe. But it's still a class Maybe. player that can then, even if you have yeah. the space, to, to be able yeah. um, to, to score that. What what was the news or anything from Oakwell today about how he's going to approach this? Or No, I mean, he was he was obviously questioned about whether, you know, Morris will, you know, start a, on, on Saturday. He obviously played a bit, bit of a straight back, which says he's going to finalise his lineup um <laughs> tomorrow. No fresh... Injury news as such, it's pretty much as you were. I mean, there's obviously Herbie Campbell. It's, it's a big call, isn't it, to throw him throw him into um, the environment of Saturday. Yeah. He, was, he was just, um, you know, he, he mentioned as he did on, on Monday, he mentioned about Derby when they obviously lo um, lost the first leg to Leeds a couple of years ago. Was it 1-0 at Derby? Then 1-4-2 at Leeds. He he mentioned stuff about where Swansea won the first leg last year, didn't he, in the semis, lost to Brentford and... And obviously, he mentioned about the um, you know the Barnes's game at, at Brentford, and you sort of going back to that. I mean, I remember going there, and the first half that Barnsley produced that day was absolutely outstanding, textbook in, in terms of when to press their organisation, absolutely fantastic. And you know, if I was Ismail, I'd sort of I know it was under a different manager in in Struber. I'd have been I'd be watching that first half of that. Um, Performance and showing that to some of the, um, you know, some of the players before before Saturday because that was absolutely textbook. There were, there were, it was relentless. There was no, um, they were really on message, tactically outstanding, and um, you know, if, if Barnsley produce anything like that, that first half performance, they've got a good good chance on on Saturday. And it's a better, I think it's a better team this year as well. I mean, I think there's only four or five who. We'll probably started that day. Will we'll start on on Saturday, but no real um, no real news lines as such. The interesting ones one I, I did ask him that if if the practice penalty isn't it, and he said no. But whether I necessarily totally believe that, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. um, would you, um, if if you were the manager, Leon, 
would you actually stay with the group of players that is used just because of this crowd? The ones that played on Monday are used to playing, you know, the noise, yeah. the crowd, the atmosphere. If he was to think of making a change, and let's say, for instance, Palmer is mm. out and we're putting, you know, Halme there or we're putting Herbie Kane there, yeah. is he maybe, is there something for saying, well, actually, no, they've experienced this. They could take that into that yeah. match and that might, because you don't want, we can't afford to have, you know, 30, 40 minutes of just getting used mm. to this and we'll see where we go. Yeah. Um, but nobody really wants changing, do they? In fairness, no, it's it's an interesting one because obviously they played pretty well in the in the second half, didn't they, Barnsley? And there is an argument to to, to sort of say, um, let's keep it as it is. But you know, does does he is he tempted to sort of throw a throw a little bit of a curveball in somewhere? And you mentioned I, I thought that myself. You know, putting Halme in the middle just to sort of keep it really solid there, and does that maybe allow Mowat to get a little bit? more forward and maybe maybe get the best out of him. And I, I think Steve made a good point as well about Chaplin as well with his, you know, low centre of gravity's movement. That might be a little bit of a different one for their two big centre-halves to um, to deal with. Because, but you just think at the minute, Barzi did play well in the second half, but if it's a chess match, the the Swansea guy, Cooper, sort of got all his pieces where he wants them a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah. And... Um, I suppose the onus is on on more Barnsley trying to trying to throw in a curveball. So that'll be it'll, it'll you know it'll be fascinating to see to see what he does and yeah, yeah. fascinating also to see how Swansea deal with supporters as well because they're going to go there. There's going to be they haven't watched them for nearly fifteen months. There's going to be what three or four thousand of their fans. There'll be euphoria there. You know they'll all be chanting about Wembley, whatever. They've got to deal with Barn with what Barnsley had to deal with in the in the opening sort of half hour on Saturday, and they've got a lead as well, and it's theirs to lose, isn't it? Yeah. And um, besides the obvious, Ian, because I can just hear Steve piping up. What does Barnsley need to do? I know they need to score goals, but <laughs> how? What do they need to do different? Is it a different approach? Is it? Rather than maybe playing through more through midfield and playing to our strengths, because actually that interpositional play, that passer move in small spaces, has worked really well for us in many of the matches. Yeah. Swansea were one of the first teams that set up like we did and caused us problems. They did it in December, they did it in January, and then others followed. Um, he is a bit of a master technician, uh, uh, tactician, is, is his mouth. He's got lots of players to choose from. Um, what do you think he'll do? And obviously, this is purely personal opinion because we yeah. don't know what to kick off. No, I think I think I'd, I'd play try and play more like the second half when when people like Morris uh, pulled away from the defence, picked the ball up, turned and ran at them. They didn't like it. Um, yeah. Whereas they were used to kind of uh, centre half and DK backing into and backing into and then they'd fall over, and then it just killed the game. I think I think there's element of that. Get it down, play to your strengths. I think the other thing is. <sighs> Take your time. You've got 90 minutes. You've got to put a, a extra time or whatever. You, you could be going into that last 20 minutes, 1-0 up. How are their nerves? You know, um, so you don't have to, you're not going to win the game in the first 20 minutes. You could lose it in the first 20 minutes. And I think, I think a bit of patience as well. I think play to your strengths, but also I think if you get to half time and it's nil nil, it's not not a horrendous result, is it? No. Half time, and I think just just be patient. You know, you could you could get one just before half time, and then stick one in with three minutes to go, and everybody's happy. <laughs> you know, it, 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 just keep it simple in that respect. I think be patient. And the other, I mean, we don't talk much about other teams because it's the Asley Vets report. Um, but actually, 
Brentford are in a similar position um, as, as Barnsley, the one nil down. I've I've said before, and, and this is purely personal. I honestly think both teams that are losing at the moment will ultimately go through. I think you can use that reverse psychology of you know you think you're ahead, but we can Barnsley can play with no fear, which they've done all season and it served them really well. I think maybe some jitters because of the occasion, jitters because of the fans. That's theirs now, isn't it, to deal with? So, Steve, I'll put you on the block then. Um, what changes would you play, and and how do you see it going? Sorry, and I don't I mean the gonna... weather. I don't. No, I thought journey. I thought you were I mean, going to give me your, uh, yeah. give me uh, five words that describe <laughs> Andre Ayew's left foot like you did last week. Obviously, we're not for that one. Um, I, I I think if I were Val, um, and I wish I was that good looking. Um, and that young the team, the team is you're going to say just calm yourself um, team would be pretty much as is um, I personally would probably leave DK on bench and bring in Chaplin um, Morris and, and actually try and get the ball more on the floor um, I think it's too soon for Herbie Kane coming back from injury and to throw him in on a game like this. No. Mm. Um, I like Ramal Palmer. For me, he's done nothing wrong. He really does break break play up. Um, keeps it solid as well. Do you play Palmer and Alme? Ooh, that's a dicey one, isn't it? <laughs> Do you ever drop Moet? No, he's never going to drop Moet, let's be honest. No. Um, so, no, it, it's, it's going to be very much a similar a similar team. Um, but yeah, I think we need to, we need to make a, there needs to be a surprise. There needs to be something that makes them center halves or make, makes all the, the Swansea players just think, well, hold on a minute. We've played them three times. They've never scored. We've won all three games. What are they doing? Why are they doing that? Why? Just something that throws that little bit of a spice yeah. it makes. Totally uh, and I think, you know, if, if we did happen to score first, 1-0, they'll be shitting themselves. I'm, I'm sorry, but they will. They will be absolutely frightened to death. In 3, front 000, of their own fans. 3,000 fans will still make a lot of noise, um, but they'll be on at them. Because I'm not being funny, you look at other teams, you look at Bournemouth, they've got millions and millions of pounds worth of players mm. on that field. We've not. Brentford, all right, they've, they've spent a little bit of money, but they're, they're nowhere near in the same league as your Bournemouth. Swansea's obviously got premiership players as well. Um, so, yeah, they, I think they will feel the pressure because, I mean, look at Sunderland. You know, yeah. they'll be making another season three uh, <laughs> out of stopping first division, won't they? Um, there's no guarantee that they're going to get, get a win. There's no guarantee that they go up. But they need it to be able to sustain that level of attracting yeah. 15, 20 million pound players. Because let's face it, somebody like Ayu, is he going to want to spend another season in championship? Is Conor Urien going to want to stay there if they're still in championship? They're playing for a chance to go back up. And I think the pressure now is 100% on them. And yeah. let's face it, we've had a fantastic season. We never expected being here. And I think we've got to remember... Last Monday's game, Saturday's game, whatever happens, it's all been a bonus. It's all been a, you know, it's been magical at times. And we've just got to remember that. Yeah. 
Leon. I mean, he's on he's on seventy. I was going to say Ayu is on seventy eight thousand pound a week. I mean, I would have thought that ah. the starting lineup that Barnsley had the other night that that wouldn't even get that to that, would it? No, nowhere near. Nowhere near. There's only Car- there's only Carlo on that sort of money. <laughs> Over my lifespan. <laughs> um, Leon, you mentioned it yeah. earlier, but actually, for the Swansea manager, the Barnsley yeah. selection probably causes more headache because we all sort of knew who, we, besides Roberts, was probably a bit of a surprise not starting for him. Mm. They, if they were to go a goal down, it's very hard for them to change. Really, I know they can change it at the back with either the three or the five or however they want to play. Um, when you look for positives. I think our strength in depth, I can't remember Ismail losing two matches in a row. Now, I've said this before. I don't know if it's right or not, but definitely since sort of January, I can't ever remember Barnsley losing two matches in a row yeah. since. Um, he'll not want to start that now, will he? Certainly not. No, I think I think he'll, he probably will have a little bit of something up, up, up his sleeve somewhere. I mean, I mean you, you look apart from the IO goal, the, the defence... Handled Swansea pretty well, didn't they? I thought Sibic yeah. had, had a good game against um, Jamal Lowe. I know there was that little one in the second half when he twisted and turned. That, that was pretty much it. And, and you know, Sibic was was um, nice and strong. I thought the other lad in the middle did did nothing at all. Was it Cullen? I think uh, yeah. He, yeah. he did he did nothing for me. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, I, I still I, I think they'll probably a personal opinion. I think they'll play Roberts against um, Barnsley. I mean, he's one of the top. Sort of whether a wing back or a right back, very good going forward. I, part of me thought, well, he's he's played Norton for the experience on Monday, which I can I can sort of get, and he and he, and he did okay. Obviously, set up the goal as well. I, I think he's kept Roberts in reserve um, for for this one. But um, no, I mean they've got um they've still got a, a terrific chance of of, of bars. And you look at not just the, you know Brentford last season. They went to Brentford in Jan in um, February. I think Brentford haven't been beaten, have they, in something like 20 games, won there. They won at Bournemouth as, as well. So they'll certainly not be lacking in in, in self-belief. And there's, there's no pressure whatsoever, isn't there? I mean, if Swansea don't go up, you know, they've got the, the lone players they've got. I mean, the, the, lad, the, the lad from Chelsea, Gooey, he, you know, his next step is going to be playing in the Premier League somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. On yeah. loan. He'll go. A couple of the other, you know, Hurrihan won't come back. And there's the people like Grimes. He'll he'll probably leave as well. So you know there is a hell of a lot of a lot of pressure you know, pressure pressure on them if if they don't um, go up this year. They're going to have to cut the cloth, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Whereas you know for Barnsley, it's um, you know it's a it's a massive bonus, but and they're good enough, you know, to do it. I know they've been yeah. beaten three times by Swansea, but it's been pretty pretty tight, hasn't it? Really, and um, it, it, it'd just be Barnsley yeah. teams like Barnsley t- to win that one match two 0 and to then the other two, the other three don't really matter, do they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think mean, I said just as quickly. I said years ago, Middlesbrough played Bradford, and they played four times. Bradford won, beat Middlesbrough well three times, including the first leg of a semi final of a of a playoff. Middlesbrough won the fourth one and, and ended Bradford's season. So, yeah. you know, strange things happen in the playoff and it can it can happen. It can be done, can it? Um, Ian, so there's been a lot of talk, a lot of focus on, you know, on DK and on Mowat. And I just want to, because we don't often... Jordan Williams came on and whenever he's come on this season, I've just felt like we've got that second burst, that second... And he almost looks a different player. I mean, going forward, he looks... Um, 
really confident. And I know it's the style of playing, it's a selection, but what, what does he need to do to, to get more game time? Is it only when it's not working for us? Will he always be, do you think, sort of like second, like, well, it's a bit like Adore, isn't it? We, we know what he's got, he's shown it, but we've not really seen him. What, what does he need to do? And is there a danger that if we don't go up, players like Williams, players like Adore, we, we, we could actually lose him? Uh, I think I think the ones in front of him are ju- have just been so consistent, haven't they? Um, he'd come on, like you say, he'd come on the other night and it, it didn't weaken the team. Uh, he played well. I, ju- I just think the ones, the ones, uh, the team's picked itself because they've been ultra consistent. There is that danger that those fringe players, if you want to call them, may go elsewhere. But I think like what we said last week, I think the morale is so good in the camp. Um I think there's a real as long as like they keep most of them together and the manager too. I think most people will be quite, I think most of them players will be quite happy to stay again, even if they only played 20 games next season or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think that what it's not about what they're doing, it's just the lads in front of them are, are just picking themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've seen the retain list, which we'll talk about another time. I thought it was classy. They're basically every, they're keeping everybody on and letting a few of the under 23 goals and a special mention. I thought, again, and love him already, Patrick Schmidt, full Barsley kit on, watching the playoffs whilst in Austria. And I think that tells you something about the team, actually. I mean, we know he wanted first-team football and he was never going to be in front of Woodrow or even for Steve no. Chaplin, Adebayejo, no. Freezer. But he's still, I think it was just a nice touch that to show him still, you know, still part, part of this team. Um, whatever happens on Saturday... I think it's been a season that we'll remember for a long time, some for the right reasons um, and for the football that we played and the fact that, besides Leon and Steve, uh, we never got to see, except for some uh, neutral sky um, coverage. Um, thank you all very, very, very much. Um, I've got this sneaky feeling, you know, that our season is not over. Um, but if it is, I don't think anybody should point a finger at anyone of why we didn't. Yeah. Because what this team club has done in the circumstances they've had to work with I don't think any other club would have been able to do so so um, nobody's travelling to Swansea but if you're watching on TV don't point fingers be more well (laughs) I like to get more that extra scoop of ice cream that extra 20% off and of course saving at the pump and now that I'm in the market for a new car I'm looking at a Honda specifically the HRV crossover it's already part of Honda's fuel efficient lineup Plus, I get more of those extras I love at a price I'm happy to pay, like wireless Apple CarPlay and available all-wheel drive. No more cords and I'm ready for adventure. Find your perfect Honda and get more. See your local Honda dealer today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Talk Sport 
TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.